0: Good
1: afternoon. Good morning. Hello, 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 hello. We're What's up? Be back again. Be back, back again.
0: Yes. <laughs> this I'm. Afternoon. Uh, huh? It was back on this afternoon. I can't speak.
1: <laughs> I'm actually looking forward to this episode because I, um, I realised that she listened to a lot of reality stars, what well, I used to.
0: Mm. But,
1: so yeah, I'm really excited to talk about it. Even though I don't really know. I think you've watched more of them more so than me, but yeah.
0: Yeah. We'll fill in the gaps. We'll help each other out, you know. But yeah. Hi, everybody. Welcome to The Rated Podcast, the podcast where we speak about all things popular culture and music. I'm Carl CNN. And I'm Oli Vade. And today we are speaking about reality stars turned singers. Uh, there's actually quite a few if you think this list is
1: actually small it's not because when I was like looking at people who were in reality shows who turned singers there's actually a lot of people so I feel like the a lot of artists
0: like use that as a gateway into the music industry it's true they do definitely I would say and um it works for some not for all but um I think obviously reality TV is a good promotional tool but um just some backgrounds this month apparently the month of March, is international women no sorry march is women's month essentially that's why they have mother's yeah. day in it and we just had um international women's day um the past Tuesday, and so we thought we would you know tie that in with you know this episode as speaking about women in particular that have been on tv and also try to launch careers and some of the opposite way so yeah. yeah
1: that's a good it's a good. um good little thing for, actually, I actually totally didn't even know it was International Women's Day until that was your day, so yeah, I didn't even know, you just said that March is, like, Women's Month, and I didn't even know that was a thing.
0: Yeah, I didn't realise until I don't, I don't know how, though, like, it's weird because I guess March, um, every year is always, Mother's Day is always at the end of March every year, like, without fail, so I guess that kind of makes sense, and when I, like, Googled, it was like, yeah, Women's Month, March is Women's Month or whatever, and I was like, okay, that makes sense, hence why we have International Women's Day in March, too, and then Mother's Day in March. So it's like yeah, it just it makes sense. But yeah, so we have a roster of reality TV stars to dive into. Um first on our list, Jocelyn Hernandez. Hold on <laughs> Do it like it's your big day. Maybe. Do it like it's your big day. <laughs> a Puerto Rican princess. Um so Jocelyn Hernandez, 2012, I think real Love and Hip Hop Atlanta um began. And <clears throat> She was controversial in the series because she was basically Stevie J, who is a renowned producer who was worked with like, people like Mariah Carey, Kelly Price, um, Puff Daddy, etc. A lot of the bad boy artists. Um, was dating her on the side whilst he was also seeing his baby mother, Mimi Faust. And... I love that name, by the way. Oh, what's her name? Faust. M- Mimi Faust. Yeah. <laughs> Just sounds so like... I don't even know. Like a warrior or something. <laughs> Her son is very like, yeah, it's giving me back, I don't know, it's, it's very strong. I like it too, yeah, it's quite, I don't know, it sounds formal, I don't know how to describe it. But yeah, so Jocelyn Hernandez, Um, I don't know, like, reality TV is interesting because like, I feel like a lot of stars, like, Jocelyn has been trying to make music and put music out for the last, what, twenty? seasons. <laughs> <laughs> for the longest time, since 2012, and I feel like it just hasn't really worked. Like recently since the B Day do it like what's the song even called? Do it like it's your B Day. <laughs> that song, yeah, since that whatever that song is called, like that song, that's when and now she's starting to get a bit more like, you know, people are listening to her music and they like that song. It's actually not bad out of all her songs. Um but I don't think it's you know the T V platform hasn't helped her take off as much as it has some other people, which is unfortunate. But um I don't think she's I'm not gonna lie like I don't think she's um like, music is for her. I think she's got a great personality. I think she's very um funny. Um, She looks like she's a good mom. And I've seen... I don't know if you've seen her reality TV show. She's got another one called Jocelyn's Cabaret. And they post clips on, like, The Shade Room and, like, other um blogs and whatever. And, um, yeah, it's like a... A cabaret show is, like, I don't know, like a burlesque kind of show where the women dance for, like, yeah. people and stuff and go on tours and perform. But hers is, like, because she was a stripper before, they're, like... Almost like stripper like type women going to go and shake their asses in thongs and, and shit. Um, <laughs> but she the way she talks to the women, yeah, she will be talk cussing them out like they're her children. And I'm looking at them like some of you are older than her, and the way she's speaking to you yeah, like you're her child and telling you that she'll drag you and this and that, and this is her house, and um, you don't need to brush your mouth. Your mouth, your breath be stinking. Like the things she be saying to oh, people, she's
1: just- <laughs> not even like, that successful herself.
0: Like. <laughs> Like, she, I'm not going to lie, here. when she first came on the reality TV show, she was, like, you know, this Puerto Rican lady who was trying to make it in the music industry. And very. She was, like, 27, so she was relatively young. And um, her relationship with Stevie was a bit tipsy-topsy. It was toxic. They had a toxic relationship. Fast forward to now, I feel like the way she treats the women on the show is how he treated her, like, very badly. But um, in terms of her music, she's been trying to put stuff out for a good time. And the B-Day song is the only song that has really taken off so to speak I thought it would be a bit bigger for her but um, I don't even think she knew it was going to pop off because I think she made the video after because she caught people like posting it a lot and it was like picking up on streams and stuff so yeah any thoughts and views on Jocelyn Hernandez the Puerto Rican princess I think I agree with you when you said that
1: I don't, I don't think music is really for her <laughs> because What's she's what? been trying for so long and it's just not popping. I mean, the B-Day song is actually catchy, but if you actually really break down the song, it's, it's not a good song. <laughs> it's just catchy.
0: <laughs> Literally. No, like, I don't even know what she's even talking about in the song, but it's catchy because of the chorus. And Exactly. Yeah, she's not, like, a great rapper. She wasn't on the beat. The beat was fighting her on that song as well, but <laughs> it's still catchy. So.
1: I think maybe she should just stick to reality TV because her personality is good for TV
0: mm-hmm.
1: and more so than, like, I feel like maybe she just thought, you know, there's a lot of star reality stars who made it big in music so maybe she wants to like try and do the same thing but like before she was on love and hip-hop atlanta what was she even what was she doing she was a stripper
0: yeah so she was a stripper before that and then um when love and hip-hop started with new york and then atlanta was the next season they started in 2012 um and then yeah that's where she got her break and then stevie J, as i said is like a well-known producer um, he fell off a little bit though. So he like produced like Honey and stuff for, like Mariah and like quite a few songs for like the bad boy artists, stuff for Mace as well. Um he produced like that song that I really like by Kelly Price, a friend of mine as well. No, wait, that was R. Kelly. He did something with Kelly Price. I don't know what. But anyway, um <clears throat> Yeah, so he's he was he had a good career and he was very well respected. He also went out with Eve as well, Whilst am I had, um, in the nineties. So that was not like, one of her boyfriends. Okay, you didn't know that, sorry.
1: No, I didn't know that.
0: Yeah, and they I was just f- thinking about them the other day because somebody posted about Eve, Stevie J, because he had an interview with some lady the other day and they were talking about Eve and talking about he had they had a sex tape that leaked as well and it was quite controversial. So yeah. But um yeah, before um rather than hip hop, Jocelyn was a stripper in um, Miami, I believe. And then she moved to Atlanta and I was guess started dating Stevie. Um and what was authentic about their story is that I think that um I don't know, do you know what was the authentic one storyline? Yeah, anyway, they were, in a, they were in a three-way relationship, essentially. So that was controversial. But yeah, so you started from stripping and then TV. As you said, I think TV's good for her. She's got a good personality for TV. That's, that's is what is, is,
1: is um, Love and Hip Hop Atlanta still
0: going on? Because of COVID, yeah, everything kind of paused. But they do like one collective show where they've got people from like, Love and Hip Hop, New York, Atlanta, Miami... Like, all Hollywood, uh, Hollywood, all the different shows in, like, one series, all the main characters are in one show together, like a family sort of And like all like, stars. Yeah, basically. Yeah. Yeah. So, she to do that instead now. So, she's not on that, though. Um, She left that love and hip-hop abruptly, and then she went to Miami a little bit, but she would only film with certain people. So, I think she's enjoying her own thing now, and people do enjoy her show. It's on Zeus, which is a streaming platform owned by a black person. So, yay, Jocelyn. Ooh. i'm I'm screaming but speaking of like love and hip-hop atlanta
1: k michelle was still on there too yes she was but
0: unlike jocelyn her music career actually did pop off literally and i think she was like the one of the first people from love and hip-hop to actually take off from if not the first one of the first people to take off from love and hip-hop which i thought was really surprising because i think on these shows here a lot of the like artists and stuff like are they, people will call them has beens essentially. Let's just go with that. Yeah, like they you know, they had a hit or two here, they had an album do well here or there, but then they haven't you haven't heard about them for years on pretty much most of the people on the shows. So she's starting out for her to like, I think her al- first album did quite well actually, and has the single she released on the first album as well. So it actually did launch her and turn her into a star or it helped her turn her into a star. But I remember you used to listen to her like back in the Disney. You know. I used to love that song. How many times? And I think yeah. that was way back in 2011. It was. I remember like we used to go like library in college, and then you would listen to it. And she had a blue wig. I used too. to bang that song out <laughs> she was, like, on the piano. She and the was, piano. She, band- she, band- yeah, band- I just remember band- like seeing you watching that when we like go to library and stuff, and that's always stuck in my head. So when I saw her like on Love and Hip Hop, I was like, oh okay. So she's, you know, and I think it's really good when people use the platform well because. Yeah. Because she was she, serious about her music. She used to perform like, at the reunions and stuff just yeah. before her album came out, which I think was helpful as well. So, And would you say, like, would you agree by
1: me saying that she was probably the breakout star of Love and Hip Hop Atlanta? Yeah, like, I think she
0: well, Yeah, definitely. I agree. I think she was, definitely. Because yeah. even
1: on the show, because obviously she's quite, like, what's the word? Argumentative and quite loud and, like, so on the show, she she already had, like, a massive, like, personality. Yeah. So I think that kind of helped her a lot when it came to, like, her breaking out into music um because people still people because obviously people watch those kind of shows for drama and she obviously always brought the drama and, and the and the thing that you watch the show for so I think people were following her from that and also it helps that um she actually can sing and she actually makes good music so like her first album I really loved that album like like all the singles very um VSOP Can't Raise a Man um and she also had a lot of um buzz tracks as well she had a song called kiss my ass which I loved (laughs) but yeah that album rebellious soul was really good and I think that she chose to write singles and yeah so from then it kind of just you people saw her as a proper artist I think which helped her a lot
0: Mm. I agree and I think yeah as you said breakout style definitely personality and the fact that she can actually sing really helps because I think uh, again another thing of these shows the people that they that are not established like Jocelyn, don't they usually can't sing or rap. <laughs> no, it's true they really can't. <laughs> yeah. So like for somebody who actually is new to the industry and actually trying to make it, it's nice that she actually can sing and writes her own music and she can actually play the piano as well. So she's quite multi-talented in that instrumental play. But you know what you just reminded me of I, we fo- I, we didn't add her to the list initially, but Tamar Braxton. Um, because the Braxtons had the, their family, their show, you know, the Braxton Family Values. And then as, I mean, I don't know when it started, it's just started. Sh- the, sh- sh- the, sh- the show started. I can't speak anymore. Lord have mercy. Um, yeah, but I know that she was obviously the family show and it's been on for years or whatever. And then she broke out at some point in like 2012. And I remember they were like out around the same kind of time. Um, when they both started like, singing. I remember Love and War was, like, popping. I and loved like,
1: that song. And I loved All The Way Home, too.
0: Yeah, that she had a good, like, launch as well, I would say, like, from her first album and stuff. And it was nice at this point in time because I think R&B, like, was going to a resurgence. In that 2012, like, you had K Michelle coming, like, you had Tamo coming out. So people were, like, trying to make R&B music. You know, Beyonce had just had an um, R&B album the year before, 2011. So it was nice that, you know, 2011 to 13, 14, people were, like, trying to make R&B music popping again like, and current. So, yeah i, I totally
1: forgot to add tamar to the list she's one of my favorites as well like i really loved her I music and i really, i still love her music like i think she's really talented um but going back to Kay michelle <clears throat> i think like what makes her like what's the word interesting is the fact that she's a, she's a really hard worker as well because she has like i think it's six albums already. Mm. so like after rebellious soul she released anybody want to buy a heart and if I'm honest, like after the first album I kind of like kind of dipped away from her a little bit. Like mm-hmm, nothing mm-hmm. really stuck to me as much as the first album. But like f- a- there's a few singles
0: that I liked from her, like Hard to Do I really like and love them all. Um, yeah, me too, I like the same songs as well. Those are like my favourite. Hard to do samples and a song by Total as well, called Kissing You, which was one of my Oh, I didn't even know that. You're so good oh, with samples, like how do you know? <laughs> I love a sample, but you know me and my song. You really did. Do. <laughs> I don't know why. I'm just like <laughs> I love this song Waterfast <laughs> But I like those are the the two songs I liked as well from that particular album. Yeah.
1: And then, like a recent album, I think it was called Kimberly, the people I used to know. What was that like before? It was one of our recent albums anyway, and there was a song called Kim K on the that I loved.
0: Yeah, and, I like but, that too. That was mentioned as one of my um one of the songs that I liked actually. But um, yes,
1: yeah, so like ever since t- 2013, she's kind of released an album every single year, pretty much.
0: Yeah, she's been, Um, I would say she's, as you said, she's quite a hard worker because I think she was intentional with her music re- re- releases and stuff. She was on Atlantic originally when she first came out. And I think she transitioned to, you know that label E1 when you become independent and then there's like that label. that. Really- oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. So she's on there now, I believe. Didn't
1: um, she have a moment where she was going to quit music?
0: Yeah, you know, they all had these pissy fits. And like, oh yeah,
1: I'm good music. And then they never released an album.
0: <laughs> they hardly ever do. Like, all of them would just be talking and then the next minute they release another album. Just like, oh God, make up your mind, please. Be exactly. Consistent. She wants to delve into um, country music, though. That's the, oh yeah, that's, I was
1: trying to remember that like, there was a story that I read of her. Yeah, she wants to do country music now.
0: Which yeah. I'm here
1: for, I'm here for the the branching out.
0: Yeah. And I think initially when she was trying to get into country, like this was before like Little Nas had like, Um, country country road or town road, um, and stuff. So she was like saying how it difficult is for a black person to get into country and whatever. And I think the country market is very niche. So obviously, the type of artists that make country music often look one kind of way and are often from the south. But I think in the last couple of years, there's been a few country artists that are black, and a lot of black people are experimenting with the genre a bit more as well. So yeah, and even Beyonce like did a country song with the Dixie Chicks, didn't it? Yeah, um, Daddy, Daddy ish, no, Daddy's girl, Daddy's, Daddy's lessons, lessons, that's <laughs> <a> Daddy's girl. <laughs> I, I said daddy that's a daddy Issues. i said Daddy's girl. What is wrong with us? <laughs> I like that song as well. I can't remember the. Hey,
1: oh, um, that's like one of my faves from
0: Lemonade. <clears throat> I liked the, the 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 remix with the Dixie Chicks too. That yeah, like, was good in it? it. It was very. <laughs> Do you remember yeah. as well? She
1: performed it with them at the Country Music Awards, and there was a big hoo-ha about how Beyoncé <laughs> shouldn't be there.
0: <laughs> I was just like, oh my god! But why you say hoo-ha? Because that sounds like something that's coming from the South as <laughs> well. <before. laughs> so that's number one. Number two, you're right. <laughs> because I think obviously, like number one, the Dixie Chicks were cancelled because they said something. They spoke out against George Bush um, around the time he was president. So the country artists, you know, they're like Republican down. So, speak up right. against George Bush, they cancelled them long time. So, they've been cancelled. So, the fact that Beyonce was there as a black person performing the country song with these said cancelled Dickie Chicks was a big hoo-ha for real. So, yeah. <laughs> God. <laughs> oh, my God. But, but I was
1: going to say... Um, it kind of takes me back to, like, the fact that K. Michelle's album, Rebellious Soul, came out in 2013. I just, mm. It just kind of reiterates the point I made about, like, 2013 was such a good year for music.
0: Like, it was. Like, it actually was a really good year for music, honestly. You had Rihanna yeah. still doing bits. Um, yeah. Beyoncé came out at the end of the year. Ciara was around. You had Miley Cyrus sticking out her tongue. Oh, God, what a year. <laughs> <laughs> what a year it was for real.
1: Such a good year. And, and honestly, I, I still... um stand by the fact that I I would say that 2013 was kind of like the major shift in music.
0: Why would you say that though? In terms because, of, of
1: because of the whole EDM period of 2010 oh, to yeah. 2013 is when that stopped and it became more trappy and more R&B.
0: So yeah, thank definitely. Yes, thank you. We didn't... Thank <laughs> you for the transition, because I couldn't do one more do-do-do-do-do. <laughs> if I hear that one more time, I would do-do-do myself.
1: Every mm. single artist that we knew that didn't necessarily do like pop pop music delved into that you know there's breakdowns like there's music breakdowns oh my god i blame calvin harris
0: and david guetta <laughs> I, I, one more dance my head was and every time i'll be jumping as well in the in the concert like, as if i'm a, a what am i why am I, am I a grasshopper why am i jumping please <laughs> Uh, I'm happy that that period changed things because it was too much. Every minute, ooh, we when my love be playing. And I'm just like, ah, I have no more ooze in me. Please, <laughs> Oh, my God. That was such an interesting, interesting time. Good God. time. For real. Um, Another loving hip-hop artist who actually has affiliation with K-Michelle, and I don't know if they're friends anymore, but they were at some point, is Lyrica Anderson. My fave. Yes. And she is a, I would say a profound songwriter because, that's what I know her of, especially on the social. So she's another person who I believe is actually really talented. And she actually has a nice voice as well. Um, but yeah, as a songwriter, I don't know. I feel like she's had a difficulty like really getting out there. So like, as you know, some 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 songwriters have difficulties transitioning from, you know, behind the scenes songwriter to, you know, fully established star, superstar. Um, and I don't know. I just feel like with her, like, I'm not going to lie. I like, um like, don't take it personal. And I love that song. Yeah, there's another song that she has that I like, but I forgot the name now. But anyway, yeah. But I think songwriting for her would be, I think mean, that's her bag, that's her thing, and that's okay, you know. But yeah, you like Diorica as well, innit?
1: I think I agree. I think that she's an amazing. Like I love her songs. Like I just love. Like the first song I heard of hers was Feenin. Do you know that song?
0: I ain't heard that song
1: before. Oh, and you know, it was featuring Kevin Gates, but um. That was back. Oh, that was way back in the day. And then like she has a mixtape called Nasha Pearl, which she had faded to Charlotte on with Chris Brown.
0: Mm, I think I that, that was such a bop. And then she has a song with Seven Street as well on that album. <laughs> okay, you know what? Okay, now that you just reminded me, there's a couple of songs of hers that I actually do like. But I don't know. Like I just feel like uh, you know, no actually. You know, let me be fair. I think nobody goes into music saying, "I want to be a songwriter only." Like you know, what yeah, I mean, exactly. the idea is you want to be a superstar. I guess. And then you get sidetracked and end up doing something similar, but not quite, you know. Mm-hmm. Or you change your path a little bit. So I think that's what it was. But I would say that her credits and songwriting are really good because I know that she, um, been songwriting since she was like quite young. Um, and I think when I was looking into her, I was like, oh, she wrote on Maya's album Liberation in two thousand and seven, and then she wrote for a lot of like Disney people, like a lot of the Camp Rock songs. She wrote, and I was like, "Oh!" And Hannah Montana, and I was like, "Oh, okay." Oh wow, I didn't even know that. Come yeah, on. Like... and she wrote. You remember that that like Filipino singer, Carice or Cherie? I can't say Hannah. Oh, ah, that song. What was that
1: song? Pyramid. Pyramid.
0: Yes, her. She wrote that as well. Oh my god, I didn't even know that, mate. She was writing down. That's why I'm like, she's been writing down. Like, I'm not gonna. And then also, she wrote "Jealous" on Beyonce's Beyonce album.
1: Oh my god! So and she's really been writing because <clears throat> she actually has a lot of projects out. Yeah, she she does like she has bare mixtapes bare, bare eps and she has like she released her actual album called adia in 2017 but like as you said as you said like hasn't i wouldn't say that she's really like popped off popped off i would say that she's more like kind of an underground r&b artist where like people who really like r&b or people who like search for like you know less known like less mainstream r&b like me then she has that's that's her fan base rather than mm-hmm. like it's not really like, and that's not a big fan base it's not a lot of people who actually <clears throat> try and like like seek out like underground R&B so I would actually say that she's like an underground R&B artist but also yeah. a hard worker though because obviously she has so many songs out and I'm just, it's, it's really upsetting that she hasn't really like popped off but yeah, I don't know but it's yeah. that she has songwriting credits like everywhere
0: Yeah, literally and um, funny you mentioned Adia, the album, Um, so basically her she had a twin sister called Adia um, when she was a baby, but her sister died, so that's why she called the album Madea because it was her um, sister's name. Oh, that's so sweet! Yeah, she's nice. Like, and her mum, as well, her mum's name, name was Lyrica, by the way, also. And she <laughs> her <name's> Ly- Lyrica <laughs> number one, Lyrica number two. <laughs> yeah, her name's Lyrica Garrett, so they call her Lyrica G on the show. But her mum was a singer as well, so her mum was a singer in her time too. She's um, like 70 now, but she's she was on Love and Hip Hop too, and oh god basically a short short version her husband a1 is a producer um a1's mom's name is pam lyrica's mom's name is lyrica big lyrica and pam always fight on this tv show oh
1: that's i've been seeing those
0: videos yeah and they're like <laughs> picking up chairs and throwing them at each other you <laughs> women are pushing 70 and you have this energy and i'll just be like bruh, it takes away from the music which i don't like though because it's just like you
1: yeah your
0: children a1 is actually a good producer he's got placements on like, Chris Brown's album, He produces for a lot of good celebrities. She's also got placements on Chris Brown's album for writing. They've helped each other in that sense. So one other thing I was just going to say also, because I just remembered, she also wrote, you know, you posted about Tanasha's album. She actually wrote Pretend as well. Really? <laughs> oh my God. So was, like, she's been around, so...
1: Yeah. oh that's kind of that's kind of interesting to know because I, I didn't even know that she was like i knew she was a songwriter but i didn't know she was like a songwriter like that like yeah she really writes like ghost writes these songs not ghost writes, but she really writes everyone's songs so um that's kind of that's kind of that kind of made me love her more to be honest I'm not gonna... yeah
0: she's kind it in a sense <laughs> so i think yeah, i nice. definitely listen to her more because i listen to her music for a time in fact so i'll definitely go back well, and yeah later.
1: definitely go back and like deep dive because she really has some good gems on her albums like and she has quite a few songs with Chris Brown and it makes sense now that he
0: just said that um, A1 like works with Chris Brown so yeah he works in quite a lot I think as well so she's written quite on some a lot of Chris Brown songs which is nice I believe they brought each other in and helped each other in terms of like artists and that kind of thing so Lyrica Anderson is a good singer guys and songwriter so go listen to her
1: what she was on Love and Hip Hop Hollywood yeah oh that's right how many of them are there there's so many
0: (laughs) God. New York, Atlanta, Hollywood, Miami. So like four? Okay, that's not that many. Yeah. I feel like it would have started more, but COVID came and kind of just ruined everything. There was gonna be a Houston, mm-hmm. but apparently it got shut down because they'd be banging in the Houston apparently with guns and shit. Oh
1: my god. This is just random, like a random question. But you know in these reality shows, why do you why do you think it is that it's always
0: like the Atlanta version that's really the main like one that pops off? I think Atlanta is just a popping area, generally speaking. I just feel like it's like it just I don't even know what it is about Atlanta generally, but even me as a person, like since I was like a child, I just felt like I loved the musicians from musicians from Atlanta. I liked Sierra, I liked Usher. I was just like the music from that uh, little John, like all those kind of like dirty self r- rappers and singers, I just felt were really critical. Even Monica's from there. So Yeah. I don't know what it's something about that place just is really popping. As you said, all the Reddit TV shows from that place are popping like... Married to Medicine and... Yeah, Atlanta. Married to Medicine, all the show we had. We all of Atlanta. That's, like, the main... That's the only one that I watch. <laughs> <laughs> good watch. It's a good one to watch, to be fair. I actually, I watched Potomac the first season. Oh, you yeah, did, you did, did, actually. Yeah, it's true. You
1: need to get back into it. But, like, they always make um these other versions, like Houston or whatever, but I never really hear anything about, like, Married to Medicine in Houston, though, like, guess. Yeah, they
0: had that Married to Medicine um LA, and they cancelled it because it just didn't... It wasn't as good, like... It just, it was, yeah. It just, it just didn't compare to Atlanta. They literally cancelled it, and they had like another one. Was it Houston or was it Miami? no, not Miami? Some other was it Miami? They had another one as well. that got cancelled years ago because it just. Oh God. just- yeah. I
1: would think that like, Miami is a good one. Like when there's the Miami
0: version, because Miami is quite a good. I don't know, actually. Maybe I'm. No, you're right. Honestly, Love and Hip Hop Miami is actually good. Matrina like, is on there, <laughs> Trudie's on there. There's a couple of like other. I don't even the Miami one. Obviously, I feel like Miami is not that popping as a. Well, it is popping, but like, yeah, I mean, not as much as yeah, not as actually, much as Atlanta. So yeah. this yeah, I agree, you're right, one hundred percent. But staying on the track of love and hip hop,
1: probably no, not even argu- not even arguably the biggest breakout star of any reality show, I would say, is Cardi B. From Cardi, love and hip hop, New York. She actually thing is, <clears throat> I didn't even think her herself knew that she was gonna blow up this big, like. Mm. Because she had a lot of mixtapes before, um, while she was on the, the show. And also, she... Let's, okay, going back to the show, she was obviously, like, the main... Would you say she was, like, the main personality? Because I, I just remember all, like, the clips and stuff, like,
0: what was the reason? Yeah, she <laughs> was actually really profound in love and hip-hop. So I agree with what you're saying. Yeah, she was, like, the breakout star from New York. Yeah. Yeah. And it was surprising because, like nobody expected it i never
1: expected no, it. no literally that's what i said like not even her she didn't expect it like because she really spurred like yellow um like ages ago i'm sure mm. and it just blew it's kind of it's kind of like similar to um lma's booed up where it like it was released like quite a while ago i think and then it blew up just randomly because i remember like um i think i listened to it 'Cause one of my friends like really loved her before she was famous. And like she, mm. he kind of got me onto her like listen to her mixtapes and stuff. And I'm pretty sure I had read that girl before it like blew up. And then all of a sudden randomly I'll just hear it in the clubs. And then I was like just seeing it like blow up on social media and then like and then like when it when it would play in the clubs, like when I took like the whole of the club would be reciting these lyrics. <laughs> like Yeah,
0: that and, song was a good heart song.
1: In, and these women were like putting their fingers in their men's face, like <laughs> <laughs> oh my god. So um Yeah, I just remember, like, so that song, like, blew up. But I honestly thought it was going to be, like, a one-hit wonder kind of thing, because I just didn't see it, like, you know when those songs that just do good for, like, a few, I don't know, like, a few weeks, and then you just forget about it. Mm. But, like, she really rode on that um, that hype. And then, obviously, she released her Invasion of Privacy album, which is probably one of the best-selling, like, female rap albums ever, like, recently, anyway. So, yeah, I just think that like, what, what would you say is, like, the main reason of why she's so successful?
0: Um, I think, number one, her personality, as you said, like, before she became famous, she was really, like, um she had a good personality. And so a lot of people, like, were um, attracted to her because she was funny. And, like, she said a lot of funny things. And, like, yeah, she just, like, even her twang the way she said certain things would always be amusing. So big personality. Number two, I think Atlantic like are like a machine of a label. So yeah. they be they be pushing when they want to push, they'd be pushing their artists. And I think they got her like a really good team um of writers, Partisan, Fontaine, Megan's boyfriend. And yeah, so I think her personality and um the machine she has behind her. And also I think she really wanted to do music and her drive as well. So I believe that people obviously not her and said you know, you're a stripper, you're nothing more than a stripper. And I believe she really thought, no, I'm gonna prove them wrong. Like I can actually do this. And she proved us all wrong because as you said, like I remember I went to, when I went to see Kalani um in two thousand seventeen, Cardi B was coming to the UK around that time. So this was like February, right? Um before Burdock up, up, the yellow blew up like in June, I think later that year, around summertime, just before summertime anyway. Yeah. Um, so I remember there was a flyer. And I have a picture on my Snapchat. So it showed me the other day because it was like a. It's been like a year since I went to the Kalani concert. I'm five years, sorry, or whatever. And I was. It was like a Cardi B flyer. And I took a picture of it, and I was like, with my friend Ishmael, I was like, uh, yeah, Cardi B's coming. You want to go see her? And he was just like, no. And I was like, yeah, no. <laughs> <laughs> see, like, nobody
1: Nobody believed.
0: Yeah, we didn't believe. And then fast forward. I always look when I get that memory on my Snapchat. I'm always like, bro, I can't believe that she came. Like, how many months later? Four months later. She came like a thief in the night, like and just took has taken over since. So yeah. it's never good to count anybody out because you never know, like yeah. what they have up their sleeve, essentially. So
1: do you know what I think it is as well? It's because I think she's so like she's so relatable because she's just like an ordinary, like she, the thing is like, I I can't even, I don't think she's changed at all, like ever since she became famous. Like she she is the same person as she was. So that's what I think that that's what people like about her as well. Yeah. Like, really raw and authentic. Um, and also, what I think helped her as well was that she kind of, she knew her. She kind of found her lane really early on, so she mm. knew that she's going to be a pop rap artist, pop rap artist. And she kind of just, she's kind of gone with that, flowed with that, and she. I think that's where she's going to stay, and it works for her. So mm. you know, because obviously we had "I Like It," which was her first number one, I believe, um and then she had like on her invasion. Oh, I'm just gonna jump in. I think "Butter Yellow" was number one. So. Oh, yeah, that was number one her second number one. Okay. <laughs> um, and then she had, like, a lot of, like, kind of pop hits that could have been singles on her album. Um, actually, Ring was a single, but yeah, didn't yeah, really, like, as much. But, yeah, I just think that she really found her lane and she's, like, sticking to it. And, obviously, now we've got Up and Wap and they've both done, like, amazingly well. So, like, yeah, she just definitely found her lane. And I, I like that about her. And she's not going to change, like... Because you know how sometimes female rappers are, like shunned because they want to go down the pop route mm. but i think with her because she's kind of done it from the beginning people are like oh, okay that's her so let's let's just go with it you know and also I, yeah just to finish off like i think also she came at the right time because she came around with the tiktok era as well so that really did help
0: yeah no i agree with what you're saying to be honest. i think um i would say you know what's weird though like you know when Comparison, I'm going to have to compare Nicki Minaj in. I'm going to have to bring her and I have to speak up with Nicki every week because I love her that much. Every single week. Every okay. week, <laughs> Nicki, Nicki, Nicki. I would say that Nicki, when she went pop year, like, it was proper pop, like, proper, proper pop music. Like, the beats were, around the time as well, you know, it was the dance pop and EDM that we were talking about. So I thought, yeah. like, as you said, Cardi B does, like, pop rap. But in my head, I don't, I don't conceptualise it as, like, pop music because I feel like she's still rapping. So it's, like... The beats are still quite hard and gritty as well. So it, it she has a good blend. So I don't actually know that, realise that it's pop. Like when my um end of year Spotify thing was that to me, like one of my top genres was pop rap. I was like, what the hell is pop rap? Like I was saying to you, I did like, not <laughs> even know what it was until you were like, no, like Cardi beat up. And I was like, oh, okay. <laughs> yeah. So yeah, I agree with everything you said. Her personality, um, she hasn't changed. She's still relatable. She still wants to fight people when they... her on the the internet. She Mm -hmm. almost wanted to throw her shoe at Nicki Minaj's head at the um, Harper's Bazaar this teen fashion thing a couple years ago. She still claps back on Twitter and social media so she's still human essentially hasn't changed so as you said. She's just like she just has money now. (laughs) Yeah she's just a rich version of the rest of us. (laughs) I'm I'm not mad at it. No I'm not
1: mad at it. I I
0: really do like Cardi beat. Me too.
1: Just saying, I'm, I'm just glad that she found
0: the success because I wish uh, yeah. she deserves it as well. Yeah, it's true. And just a hey, PSA like, you can like both Cardi B and Nicki Minaj, man, just because they don't have to pick a side, bro. not have to pick a side. I like, I like them both too, as well. Like, no one's going to tell me that. Whatever. And even Cardi had said that Nicki Minaj, like, you know, opened doors for her as an artist as well. And she did because at one point, female rap was dead. And I think Cardi B has also done the same thing, essentially. I feel like since Cardi's come out, it's opened the doors for a lot more people to step into the game. Because before, like, nobody would have like, thought a stripper, Cardi B was a stripper too, a stripper would be able to be a rapper or somebody from reality TV would actually be able to pop off. So she's shown, hey, I can do it too. You can do it, kind of thing. So she's also opened doors for females as well, which she said one time. People dragged her about it, but she did. So yeah, let's not dispute that.
1: Yeah, I agree. I think she <laughs> definitely has open doors. And I, I'm going to say here, here and now, a timestamp bit, that it's not Cardi, Cardi B, and Nikki who started just dumb feud. It's them dumb fans who keep putting the them against each other. And and I'm so, so upset because I feel like if this didn't happen, we would have had like a great collaboration. We would just- have had
0: way better songs than Motorsport.
1: Yeah, I mean I liked that song,
0: but I mean Yeah, yeah. you didn't like it, you didn't like it. No, I did, I liked it. Yeah. Oh, okay. but, I mean that was a good song. So imagine if they were able to work together again. Like yeah. they would have had their good songs together. But apparently though, I remember looking into the their feud, Cardi wanted her on her second single, which was um Big From a Party Cardi. Bartier Bart- Cardi. Bart- 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 Whatever that song's called. What's it called? Bartier Bart- Bart- Cardi. That's it, thank you. That song. But then she got 21 Savage on it. But yeah, apparently she was with well, Nikki. She wanted Nikki on it, but I think Nikki didn't want to be on that song. She didn't like it or something like that anyway. But this is apparently one of the things that was causing problems between them, besides the fans doing nonsense. But I digress. There's still time for healing and, and for unity yes. in future. UNITY. <laughs>
1: <laughs> yeah, I do. Uh, yeah. Big up to Cardi B. As you would say that. Um, uh, so, would you actually? I was going to ask you a question. I don't even know what I'm talking about. Um, I was going to say, would you think, do you think that she, out of all the, we haven't finished the list yet, but out of all the people on our
0: list, she's probably the one that's like blown up the most. Big bag, busting at the bed. Oh, oh, a baka of, baka. But yes, um, therefore, I think from TV, that 100% hands down. Yeah. What about you? Would you agree? Or
1: and I would say, sorry, I would actually say that she, even though she was enjoyable and loving hip-hop but I'm like I think she's past that reality phase like I think she's a good pop artist so I think she that she definitely like she she used that door she she got the checks from Mona Scott and now she's (laughs) now she's flying away like on her own and I really like that because you know how sometimes people like we said before like people on these reality shows you know they try and do music doesn't work and it's kind of like they like Jocelyn they suit it more to be on a reality show. But I, mm-hmm. I think for Cardi, it suits her more to be
0: an artist. Yeah, I agree. Her music's good. I'm not going to lie. Her music's good. And also one thing about her, I don't care if she doesn't write her music. That doesn't concern me. It's the quality of the product yeah. at the end of the day for me. I like the fact that her topics are not just one dimensional. There's also, there's been theme, different themes. Her first album was good because it reminded me of Nikki. Again, Nikki Minaj. It reminded me of Nikki because I thought like... <laughs> Big they, Friday First, yeah, I think Friday was a diverse album. It had pop, it had R&B songs, it had hip-hop, it had this and that, you know, dance. Again, Cardi, you have rap, you have different themes. There was things about love, There's was things about, you know, money situations, like, you know, and relationships. It was diverse. It wasn't just about her whack every second, <laughs> you know? So I appreciate that about her too. Like, the themes are not all the same. She's got yeah. different types of content. So I would like her to please tell her friend Megan to think about that as well. Yeah. Yeah. <clears throat>
1: i agree with everything you just said
0: um but moving on to um
1: we're gonna go to the real housewives franchise now
0: yes the
1: housewives the the main the main girl i want to speak about obviously is miss candy because as we all know well i don't know if you all know but she's like one of the major major songwriters in the game right now and even like actually she's been for years the major songwriter in the game um, and obviously, we know the song "Don't Think I'm Not." She's one person who I do think that she is a better songwriter than a than a singer because I do like "Don't Think I'm Not," don't mm. think, but I just feel like her pen game is just so mad that I just think that like she's she really is talented in that sense. So it's kind of she has I know she has released music since "Don't Think I'm Not," but I'm, I don't know it. <laughs> I didn't So So um, yeah, what do you, what, what's your thoughts on like
0: her as a singer compared to a songwriter? I think a lot of people like, would agree with your opinion, to be honest. like They think that she can write a, a mean song. And maybe some people would even say that she should just stick to doing that. But um, I do like her voice. I think it's unique. <clears throat> and she can still, she has that, you know that song that we like? Um, and she hits the whistle note on the song.
1: Oh, from Escape. Um, my yeah, is,
0: Understanding, uh, I
1: think. My favourite bit of the song.
0: Yeah, she can, so she's got um, quite a, I would say a wide range, even though her voice is quite deep. But yeah, um, as you said, a lot of people would agree with the fact she should write more and not sing as much. But I think I like Andy. I think she's also different to her from our list. She actually started as a singer and then has gone into reality TV um, after. Yeah, so it's like the opposite order. But she's still a reality TV girl. And she's been a real housewife since 2009. So (laughs) it's like a long long time. I think she's the longest reigning housewife in any franchise because she's never left... Since she started, whereas the others had dipped and dived and missed a season here and there, but she's actually, just to until... Actually, she um she started out in a girl group, yes, X-game. and then she
1: went to be solo, and then then she went to reality um show. So yeah, she's
0: kind of dipped it all, dipped into it, dipped into it all. Literally, in terms of like one hit wonders and her being having her own solo single that did well, I think like one don't think I'm not is one of the best like one hit wonder songs if that makes sense I
1: do love that song so much
0: yeah I, it doesn't sound old to me if I listen to it I think it sounds good um, always I always Well, I'll probably never skip it if it comes on on my and often. I'll always like um, come to it I remember it from when I was young and it's always been a good song so I respect her for that but um, what I was going to say about Candy yeah her songwriting as you said um, credits on like No Scrubs mm-hmm. she wrote There You Go for Pink Pop Your Colour for Usher Wake Up With um,
1: Your Girlfriend for Rihanna. Ariana Ariana
0: yeah, and of course she wrote "It Makes Me Ill" by NSYNC, um, and it's that song. Samples that yes. of these samples, but yeah. So Candy has, I think she's like been a great product of reality TV as well. So I know how Cardi B blew up from reality TV and has been a breakout star on any sort of platform. Candy has been like a great business breakout star because from reality TV she has been able to. She went on tour with like um from Dungeons also like a music tour from something that happened on one of the seasons of Real Housewives because somebody said that she had a sex dungeon. So she said, oh, okay. Yeah, I remember that. (laughs) Yeah, I'm going to go on tour and it's going to be welcome to the dungeon. And she said it was a smart market employee because now if anyone Googled candy and dungeon, it will come up as the music and the concert tours instead of like the allegations that were made against her that were false. And then she's opened several businesses from the show. She's got a sex toy line. She's got like two restaurants. She's got she had like so many spin-offs from the show. She's got a current spin-off now with her family about, about the restaurant as well called Oh yeah, you need to watch that. Yeah, I watched one one episode. It's actually looking like it's gonna be quite good as well. So she is a well respected businesswoman, songwriter. Also got credits for Ed Cheer and Shape of You because it takes from TLC No Scrubs too. So getting that bag, like I just feel like she's just making money from every direction possible. Bruh.
1: Yeah, she's definitely a good businesswoman, and I would think because obviously when you think of
0: real, real Housewives of
1: Atlanta, a lot of people would like automatically think of Nini Leakes, but but I think like Candy is probably one of the biggest stars from there as well, like Candy and Portia, I would say, like the 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 well the the best known names from that franchise. So I definitely think she was kind of like kind of the opposite, like you said, where she went into reality um, TV, but like she made like she was already successful before. Yeah, so like going into it, she kind of just increased her brand a lot more. So she kind of used it to her, like, um, what's it called? Her benefit in the opposite direction, but still, she used it to her benefit. So yeah, I think she's definitely um, one of the biggest. Oh no, yeah, she's one of the biggest. Like, because she's still on the show now. So
0: yeah, literally, like twelve seasons later, she's still there. She's still
1: there. <laughs> there going on? If you look back
0: over the season and her many wig changes, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> but at the beginning, kind of funny. <laughs> very telling of the times, though. Like the, the hair was like very really 2009, and you can just see how yeah. times have changed. Yeah. Yeah. they loved like a pixie cut in 2009. They loved the short, stiff pixie cut that yeah. didn't move, even when they moved in the wind, it would not blow. Or I'm sh- dead. <laughs> just there in one place forever. The- speaking speaking about Candy and her wigs, like I actually
1: kind of want to go back and watch. Like, I learned real high with I learned like, from the beginning. Like, I just want to see, like, how it would, like, look from now.
0: Like, the um, quality, first and foremost, was dingy and dusty. Yeah. I'll say that. Because sometimes <laughs> I watch them compilations on YouTube, yeah. And I just see, like, that camera was just, <laughs> As if they used iPhone 3 in that time to film. Please. It's weird how everything has changed everything such everything's such clear, clear quality yeah. and high quality now, yeah. But I would say, like, early season
1: of these shows like they probably were the best because of like the, the, the drama and stuff was just so much more
0: like intense and, and it was authentic as well like yeah,
1: at yeah. But i feel like reality TV has changed through the years where like when it first started like there, there were kind of like less rules and stuff and there mm-hmm. were less like people like you said people are more more authentic because they could get away with a bit more i feel like now there's a lot of rules and a lot of, like, things that you can't say, there's things you can't do, blah, blah, blah. So it's a lot more controlled. So I definitely think the earlier seasons were, like, the best
0: in that sense. Yeah, I agree, 100%. It was definitely more authentic and, like, as you said, less rules. So, like, there wasn't really security around, I don't think. So people could fight, essentially. I think Mm -hmm. now, obviously, there's, like, they, like, almost want you to fight so they can just pull you apart. So it's very security. And um, I feel like the producers will encourage drama now, whereas before they would, like... Let's allow them to just be their authentic selves, and then it will just naturally occur and happen. Just because mm-hmm. now they will be like, "Oh, did you hear what she said about you? What, what do you think about this?" And it kind of stirs up it a bit inorganically. But hey, that's how the cookie crumbled, is not it? There yeah. it goes. Yeah, there it goes. Another one of Candy's co-stars, as you mentioned, Portia did one song called "Flatline," and it was really good. Anyway. Um... <laughs>
1: Oh my god, like one song. No, she actually has a few songs. She has one called Legs Hips, and somebody. I listened
0: to it and I was like, oh, okay. There was more. Let's,
1: let's stick with Flatline. <laughs> there was more. She has like three on her, on her Spotify top. There was more five. songs.
0: I, I didn't know that, you know. She has like three, literally in total three. <laughs> wow. I literally didn't know anything else, like more than Flatline. There was a, you know what, Flatline was not that, but let me not be rude. It was actually... It was okay, yeah, but it was just like... It was just like, I don't know, it was just... I mean, like, just, I just <laughs> blind. It was
1: just very um. What's the word? I'm trying to think of the word. It was just very like generic.
0: Very, you know, it was alright though for the time. I'm not gonna lie. Like, there's been worse stuff. Like, Jocelyn released yeah. worse music than that. And but Portia, when, one person, I would say, like, when I look at her, I do not think singer. <laughs> I just, didn't... I never spared it. Like on the show in that particular time, she. Actually, funnily enough, you mentioned Candy. Candy helped her because she got her a job on Broadway. So Candy got a, had a Broadway show. She made at one point, and she allowed Portia to in- interview to audition, and Portia got the role. So she was on Broadway, and Portia sings, and I think she grew up in church. So she like, and even on Royal Hazard, one time at a reunion, they, Andy made her sing Amazing Grace or something, and everybody was just looking at her like. <laughs> like, Kenya, Kenya, <laughs> Kenya and her weren't friends at this point. Kenya more just looked oh like she just didn't want to be there. She's thinking, what is this noise? And everyone else was just like, oh, God. It wasn't that bad, though. It was okay. It's just a bit shaky sometimes. So, she can hold a note, but I wouldn't call her a singer, I guess. her is on the same line as Jocelyn, where I think they're just better on reality TV. Yeah. As you said, her personality, she's actually one of the most popular pe- peoples from the platform, which has been beneficial for her as well. She started selling bedsheets um, from the show. That was <laughs> <laughs> in that whole drama Of like that older man Isn't she Oh yeah She's like yeah. oh, yeah, It was her oh, Gosh she introduced somebody To the, one of the previous seasons Of Real Housewives As her friend And now oh, she's yeah. engaged to that, that Husband So yeah it's, Child the mess This is a bit Controversial You know what I mean Her storylines on Real Housewives Has just been so funny
1: Like Even that one about um Her ex What was her ex's name? Ordale Yeah Yeah, and wasn't there like a rumor where he apparently liked, um, like what's it called,
0: like animal play or something? Oh, sorry, this sorry, her her ex was in Dennis, sorry, the recent Dennis, yeah, 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 they said something about him, him having doing something with animals, and then it was this,
1: he liked bestiality or something. I was like, her storyline is like, why her storyline is just so wild?
0: (laughs) She's a wild child, clearly, but she will pretend that she's not, she was into all freaky things herself, I believe, but allegedly. Not her no, me, Oh yeah, allegedly <laughs> Let me say allegedly yeah. <laughs> not so much. See what's not a little bit a little bit <laughs> crossed and got it all the way down to the ground. Um yeah. So I don't know, man. She's just a bit of a messy character, but it works for TV as you said. Personality is good. Yeah, so. For sure.
1: Yeah. I wanted to, sorry, this is not on the list yet, but I wanted to just, like take it to the UK for a second. Mm. Um because we talk about America a lot. But like there's a reality star who kind of kind of blew up as well, Ma- uh, Megan McKenna.
0: Oh, I know you're gonna say her when you said UK, I was thinking it could only be her because if you don't yeah. know how <laughs> it, UK is all themselves right now, please.
1: But she was on a lot of UK re- re- reality shows. One of them was X on the Beach. She was on TOWIE. she was on Big Brother as well. She's actually been around all of them to be honest. Mm-hmm. <laughs> and then finally, like um, in 2019, she um, the X Factor kind of released a like a spin-off series called X Factor Celebrity, where she went on um, and she actually won. Um, I just quite i think she probably is classed as a country singer and she released mm-hmm. her debut album which was quite quite success yeah, quite successful so i I definitely think that she kind of turned it around because I don't know if you watched her on these shows but on like x on the beach however she was a messy like very 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 messy
0: <laughs> I did the thing is uh, me in 2015 16 <laughs> I used to bang reality TV and I started watching x on the beach and it was just. It was just such a dumb show because even if you date like one Honestly, for one it. day, they will come and bring you as your ex, and I'll be like, huh? You know what? Oh my god, I was, <laughs> I was I was speaking about this to my
1: friend the other day. Yeah, you could like kiss someone in the car and they will be like, oh yeah, that's your ex. Literally, <laughs> like,
0: the story. But when I was listening to the things they're saying, like, yeah, we dated for like two weeks. I'm like, that is not your ex. You just dated. You barely exactly. even knew that person. And you're talking about your ex, your ex, and they'll be showing you, and they show them on the camera. They'll show this person. <laughs> this is this person's ex. Some people have four exes. I'm like, yay. Yeah, have you no shame? But ah. recent, like in the last recent seasons, like the last few seasons, where they
1: they kind of changed it and they bring in more like real, like real exes as in like yeah two years, which which I thought was so much better because that's your actual ex. Like, who cares if your IT dated you for two weeks?
0: <laughs> some of the connections didn't even make sense. Like they brought in Tiffany Haddish one time, yeah. And I was like, this was contrived because they just needed somebody popping to be on TV because I was thinking yeah. she dated some guy or oh, something called David or whatever. And I was just thinking. They probably banged like once maybe, but I can't mm-hmm. imagine you having a consistent relationship when you're in America and this one is in some dirty part of the UK. I bet. <laughs>
1: exactly.
0: <Please>. I don't <laughs> tell <try> it <laughs> on, but...
1: But I would say Megan McKenna is probably one of the biggest reality stars in the UK, so, because yeah. she's well known from whatever she's done. But um, yeah, I just think it was really nice that she kind of turned it around and she actually won the character. She so um, rebranded a whole lot. It really did. Like, now she's like sweet and innocent. I was like, you are not that you
0: bad. moved to fillers <laughs> as well. Yeah. <laughs> Oh my god! But yeah, like
1: I didn't even know she could sing
0: before. I didn't. You know what's so mad? Like this girl can actually sing. She's actually, she actually, actually, really good. I watched that X Factor season. Mm-hmm. She, yeah, she One, as she said. And I was surprised I was just thinking, this is not the girl that I used to see. She used to be like so angry on Big Brother. She'd be like, Are you kidding me? Are you joking me? Just joking me. <laughs> That's how she would be responding to things. And I was like, That's how she used to speak to you. Bro, can you relax? And so she would get so angry. Who like, oh, is She Touched me. Who oh, does she think she is? She's not in my leg? She's not. <laughs> That's how she was. That's so when actually... I saw that she did a 360, um, 180. I was like, oh, okay, rebrand. And she took out her fillers, and she's actually re- rebranding herself as a, you know, a country singer. And she's very mellow, and her songs are soft. And mm-hmm. I was like, you could sing all this time, and nobody knew because you were busy shouting and screeching. Mm-hmm. Okay. So- <laughs> but do you think without if if like Simon Cowell never made the X a celebrity, do you think she would ever like have made it into the music industry? No, I don't think so because I don't. I literally didn't know she could sing like that. So like, I don't know where she would have got her opportunity because it's like. I even used to, like, sometimes pre-her Instagram, I never saw her post any covers of her doing music. So when <laughs> I saw her on the show, I said, yay, yeah, she can sing. Okay. So it's, like, lucky that he did create that show because it's, like, it, it just changed her life, clearly. So Yeah, for yeah, sure. She's a singer. So well done, Megan. Proud of her change, to be honest.
1: Megan McKenna. Yep. Cool. So the last person on the list is Candice, which I don't really know much about, so I'll leave it to you. <laughs>
0: <laughs> I don't have too much to say about Candy Girl, but I like her. She... Um, is on Real Hazards of Potomac um, she released an album called Deep Space and I really the thing, okay I'll give a quick roundup about her just quickly, mm-hmm. she's a great singer, really good singer honestly her album is actually so lit as well like I don't really like listen to um reality TV people music like that unless it's actually decent, so when I listened to her album, her singles at first I was like this actually is good, I used to be banging them in my car jamming them so her album came out, I was like this really good I stream it a lot the thing is, though, the fans don't like her. Like, she's quite hated because she's one of those people that if you insult her, she will go for the jugular and cuss your mom, your dad, your granny, your uncle, your sisters. Oh. So the fans hate her so much. They want her off the show. They always berate her. So it overshadows the quality of the music, which is actually good. And it's upsetting because it's like, this girl can sing, but because you don't hate her so much, you don't want to give her a chance. Let her live. So this is kind of an example of where, like, reality TV doesn't help here that's it like it's given the thing is as you said it, it's it's like given. it's given her a platform which is great so she can promote her music but then because people hate you it doesn't really mean anything because it's like well they hate you so they don't want to listen to music like for every 10 yeah. people that do maybe like that don't sorry one person might and so yeah but um i hope she's able to rebrand herself because at the moment she's like a villain on, this, on the tv show so yeah, I love her, I love her music. I think she's an amazing singer. And she's currently on tour, opening up. There's a Femme Forward tour in America with like all women artists, like 702, SWV, Maya. And she's actually opening for them on a lot of their shows, which is really nice. So she's- Oh, that's cool. Doing her thing, man. I think it's important like, and I think I can do it and
1: you can do it too. I think it's important to be able to like, separate the like the music from the the, the person. Because if, mm-hmm. if, if it's good music, then I listen to it. I like it. If I like it, I like it. In it, like I don't really like, like think about like the person. I, I guess maybe unless it's like they've done something really really bad. But I mean, like in, in the reality TV sense, if they're a certain way on on the show, but their music is good, like I, and you just need to separate that because you know it's yeah. music music at the end of the day. So if she's talented, she's talented. You can't take that away from her.
0: Exactly. Yeah. So,
1: um, but yeah, I, I get I get it. Like people, the especially these days, they feel like they're really, really interested, invested into like these celebrities lives and they feel like they know them on a, on a personal level. So, you know, kind of just takes away from the actual talent, which is a shame. But um, I actually need to listen to the album because you've said that I need to listen I haven't. so <laughs> But I will. <laughs> I will give it a go. Because uh, if you really like it and I just know it's good.
0: Yeah, it's actually really good. I was pleasantly surprised, to be honest with you. Like, I was thinking I was going to be trash, but it was good. It's got a good songwriter. all songwriters. Good team and good production, so well done to Candy Girl. Um, what's sorry, what's her last name? Um, her her name is Candice Dillard Bassett. I couldn't remember what last name. Was. Yeah, so she's yeah. married, so I think the Bassett is from her husband, but Dillard was her original surname. So she's got a double barrel now. So yeah, any final thoughts on these um reality TV stars, Terrence Sings? So
1: I think that or, right. um. Sometimes it works and sometimes it don't. <laughs> like, <laughs> no, That's it. I think that you, you need to be a hard worker for one. You can't just want to be like be on one of these shows and want to be a singer and just like release one song and you expect to blow up. You know, you have to really work hard to uh, to do it. And I think you have to like I think you said before you have to have the passion and you have to have the want to actually do it. You can't just I don't know some I guess some people kind of think that it just comes naturally. If you're like already famous, then you, all of a sudden you can, you know, go kind of like the same as like, I don't know, like a singer wants to go into acting and it doesn't necessarily work. But just because they're famous, they think they can be mm-hmm. looking at
0: you. That's <laughs> it. You're right. It's true. Exactly. It's true Like you have to have the drive because that's what will push you. And also, as you said, another point, sorry, just one last thing. You're at ETV stars, they get my nerves because they'll be like, yeah, I'm in the studio, man. I'm going to make some music. And then like, you don't hear anything outside of the, the episode you will be like what song did they record where is the song on itunes you it will never you never see the song anywhere i'm in the studio i'm in the studio where is the music <laughs> where's music i do i i tire of seeing it. it's a lot of the world loving Hop. they're always in the studio recording something and i never hear it ever outside the show i'm like what is wrong with you people besides like the people that came and show on car that actually oh that. yeah exactly yeah
1: that's right. what I'm saying. Them people, yeah, you need to work. Don't be saying, yeah, exactly. Don't be saying you're in the studio and you're not even, well, you might be in the studio, but like, where
0: is the, the song? So Exactly. Where's the product? You're in the studio. Let me go and sit in the studio as well. And, tell and then after the seven
1: seasons, you, li- you release Do it Like It's Your B-Day.
0: Ah, she was releasing music, but it just wasn't, I don't think it was anyway. It was on, maybe on YouTube. I don't even know. But not that I even looked anyway. So that one is even excluded from the category. But yes, as you yeah. said, put in the work. You've got to do the work. For sure. Do it like it's your b day. That song is actually catchy. I can't lie. It is very catchy, but well, we'll never add it to our playlist. Sorry, never, <laughs> never ever, <laughs> never ever. ever. <laughs> so yeah, this has been our reality TV star turned singer episode. Yes, yeah, yeah. reality star singer turned episode. Um, thank you guys for listening. Um, if you didn't know, we have a playlist called the Rated Playlist on Spotify, and each week we add a new song and an old school song to the playlist. And this week, Ollie's gonna add the. Mm, old song, Yes. <laughs> and I've got to add the new one. I always forget. Um, let me go first because I thought I was saying you want to go first. Let me go first. So you can go last. Um, I will. I'd be adding "Lucky Day" over today because I really like this song and I like that it's all over the internet, 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 Instagram, <laughs> internet, and it's popping. It's a good song. He's a good singer. He can dance. He's got the whole thing going on. So yeah, "Lucky Day" over for me. I've been seeing Lucky Day all over Instagram and he's new. Yeah. like yeah.
1: It's kinda of, it's weird how this, these things just blow up so randomly. Out of nowhere. Out of nowhere, yeah. literally. But yeah, I'm gonna add the old song and I'm gonna add I'm gonna keep it to the reality TV stars and I'm gonna add a lyrical song. <clears throat> and I'm gonna add dollar bills featuring Ty Dolla Sign. That is very fitting. Yeah. I love that song so much. And I love Ty Dolla Sign, so yeah, makes sense.
0: and yes guys thank you for listening as always and please do remember to rate us on Spotify Apple Podcasts. if you're feeling generous give us a you know a review and tell us tell everybody how wonderful we are and how you like our voices and everything
1: <laughs> we'll say if you want to like I don't know ask us a question or like want us to speak about something particularly maybe like drop us an email the email is like on the bio page or, I can't even remember what it is so I'm just going to tell you it's on the bio page <laughs> I think it's on a the- the- at time. gmail.com
0: yeah
1: that's it if you want to like i don't know send us some questions or like some topics that we could speak about just like drop us an
0: email as well that's it and again feel free to follow us on instagram at the Rated podcast and i'm at carl cnn and i'm at olivade and we're out we out peace